0: So, following on from our last patrons only episode, where we talked about the question, do you need social media to succeed in a handmade business? Today, we're talking about the time you spend on social media, both the time you spend producing content and the time you spend consuming content. And the question is simply, are you spending too much time on social media?
1: Do you want to make it as a maker? This is the Business of Making Podcast with your hosts Michaela Denvers, Deb Engelmayer and Jess Van Den.
0: We know from experience that growing a handmade business is bloody hard work. We're here to make it a little bit easier for you by dishing out reality-based, no BS, tried and tested advice on how to make your business work. Tune in every week for an honest
2: conversation on what it really takes to make a creative business a success.
0: Hey everyone, Jesse. Welcome back or welcome to the Business Making Podcast. If this is your first time listening, I hope you enjoy the show. If you are a returning listener, thank you for spending some time with us again today. I am here as always with my lovely co-host Deb. Hello. And Michaela. Hello. And today we have a great episode about social media. <laughs> We um, actually just did a patrons-only episode last week, I believe, uh, which was all about do you need social media to succeed or you know, can you succeed without social media? So patrons, if you haven't already listened to that one, make sure to go have a listen. If you don't know what the hell I'm talking about, we have Patreon account. So if you would like to support the show, you can head on over to patreon.com forward slash tbom. We don't run ads in this show. We rely completely on the support of our listeners. It is made by makers. So, thank you to all our patrons for making it possible for us to continue to produce this podcast. And uh, if you'd like to support us, you can get an extra special episode every month, plus a whole bunch of other nice, fun little things like behind the scenes videos of us being idiots, um, <laughs> for example. <laughs> yep. Which we always enjoy recording. We don't know if anybody enjoys watching them, but hopefully they do. So, yeah, that's what that's all about. So, today, yes. Social media, how much time are you spending? Are you spending too much time? Are you doing the wrong things? Are you wasting your time, etc.? But if you want an answer to the question, do you need to use social media at all to succeed, go listen to the Patrons Only episode. Today we're on to the next step. So, ladies, what is your experience with this or the experience of, of your community with this?
1: Mm.
2: Yes, the answer yeah. is yes. Everyone is spending far too much time on social media. Yeah. Yes.
1: For the results that they get, definitely. Yes. Yeah. yes. I think it
0: just means in general. Also in general.
1: (laughs) Also in general. Also kids and teenagers, way too much time.
0: Yeah, okay. Are we going into the biggest social issues here in this episode or are we just going to go into the business issues? Probably the the, business business. (laughs) issues. Just so
1: it doesn't turn into a six-hour conversation. Yeah, Yeah, good point. Yeah, I mean, I guess I brought that up as an episode because I've been sort of annoyed with Instagram Reels. I love them like everyone does because they're super engaging and they're great and I see so many makers getting great results from it I've had some members launch collections with reels and it works really really well accounts get lots of followers and reach can you explain the difference between before
2: we go into the butt reels and stories just for those who
1: don't know stories are a bit more raw and unedited unedited kind of thing and they only stay for 24 hours and is IGTV still a thing yeah IGTV is still a thing so what is IGTV and reels so, okay, so Instagram doesn't invent anything. They, they had like the square image feed. That was their thing. And then Snapchat came and they were like, oh, we like this. And they turned that into Instagram stories.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: YouTube was big and they were like, oh, we like this too. And they went, oh, let's have IGTV.
2: Mm-hmm. And
1: then TikTok came and they were like, oh, that's very, that's very successful. We need something like that. And they went, let's have Instagram Reels. So that's essentially what mm-hmm. you do, sure a Very good explanation, wasn't well yeah. So reels are short. I think less a than a minute, second, maybe up to a minute it's now. Up to a minute? Yeah. I think it's maybe up to a minute. I don't know. It doesn't matter. It's definitely not more than a minute. It's no. short. And it's, I think the keyword is edited video. So there's some transitions, a voiceover or some music in the background. You can have text overlay. A lot of people are dancing, but not everyone is,
2: <laughs> but like technically. It's basically the same. They're all the same thing, right, the videos. So you could upload an edited video to Stories or to IGTV.
1: Yeah, you right? could, yeah, but it would take you just so much more time than just opening an app and doing a Story a little bit more. Oh. It's, got
0: it's
1: got different functionality. It's got
0: different functionality to Stories. Yeah, a more.
1: And they stay as well. They stay on your account. There's a full Reels tab now. On your profile, just like IGTV and guides, there's a little icon just for your Reels. So they're being pushed a lot on the app because it just is what works at the moment. And Instagram was collapsing under TikTok, essentially. And so they're great. And there's so much fun stuff happening with Reels, but they take time. Like they're a little mini edit, edited video. Like you have to plan what are the frames going to be? What am I going to write? How am I going to sync the music or the text? Like You have to think creatively about what it's going to look like. And so, you know, it's not like a 10-minute thing. So I'm literally just opening the, the Reels
2: section in Instagram for the first time in my life. And I see really? – so you can do the editing within the app. Yeah. Is that the idea? Right. So you yeah, record yes. it and then you do the next take and it dishes yeah. it they together. They have some
1: – they've actually done a pretty good job at making some nice feature. I mean, I do think some people also use external apps and then you can upload your own mm-hmm. file, but that's just taking it one step. Like that's definitely too much. <laughs> This YouTube has means features that's already you can do so much already <laughs> with it. But yeah, like there's all sorts of filter and stickers and transitions and they've got like a music library which I guess is copyright free because they probably bought the right for those songs for you to use in the reels. So they're great, yeah. but they take so much time. Like people will spend a full day, a full working day creating a reel. Now imagine you have it's changed actually my your face. Sorry, I'm so distracted.
2: It's changed my face to look beautiful <laughs> You are beautiful. Oh, yeah, filters. this is worrying my nose looks very pointy mm. anyway keep going deb sorry
1: yeah um so i get you know, this is just one example but i think it just came like I, I feel the need to talk about it at the moment because this keeps happening and like the bar keeps rising for the expectation that those apps and the audience of people watching videos and stuff on those apps have are like this and the mm-hmm. skills that you need to make it work because yes, you can decide to not use Instagram Reels on Instagram, and you can still have a, a successful strategy. But realistically, people who are using Reels at the moment are getting a ton, like thousands and thousands of views in reach, because the algorithm is sort of making.
0: <laughs> oh my god, we can't showing up. Us... You look like a freaking Barbie doll. That's, That's terrifying. terrifying. We can bring oh, show us that like in a shoulder we'll from before Instagram. and after. Yeah. Post it in the – well, Should should all do one and post them. This is what we really look like and this is what we look like. So with that's very See, that's very problematic. But anyway, Yeah, way, sorry,
2: sorry. I'm like totally
0: detracting from
2: what you're saying about how good it is. I forgot what I was
1: saying, but I guess – oh, no, yeah, I was saying so the, the bar keeps raising. So, like, yeah, you can just post, you know, the usual video or photo in your feed with the usual caption and hashtag, but people who use Reels are going to get more rich than you are. And so if your competitors start using Reels and you don't use Reels, then you fall behind. So it's just like we're keeping like it's like this race to like everything is demanding more of our time but like no one is coming to us and going hey here's five more hours every day that you are free to use on whatever you want. So at some point it's like how do we recalibrate and like put some boundaries around what we decide to invest time on and what we don't because we definitely can't do it all. And by the way guys while I'm talking all of this these girls are both with their phone out they're not even looking at me anymore they're in front of their phone (laughs) Thank you for it's food. for the show notes just
2: leave <laughs> <That's> us alone
0: <laughs> is this the touch-up thing i don't you know doing? it was the little button or down the bottom else? oh my it's god gross. this is crazy town i don't spend any time on this either yeah so i agree with you deb i think and this is i mean this is the like, i remember watching a video maybe about a year ago now about this girl who's like this is how i get all of my amazing instagram photos for my instagram feed and she's like i hire a photographer and we mm-hmm. go out for the day and we take lots of photos. And then she's like, and then she does a basic edit and sends oh, them to me. And then, whoop, somebody's real started playing, then Deborah, Who's
2: on their phone? Who's on their phone, Deb?
0: You yeah. told take a picture <laughs> with a filter on for the show notes. And my phone was not on mute.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: Lost all credibility. <laughs> yeah. And then this girl's like, this is, she was probably mm-hmm. in her early 20s, right? And then she's like, and then I get them. And then she pulls up this app and she's like, and then I don't like how my jawline looks in this one. So I just edit because there's some sort of mm-hmm. face edit mm-hmm. app or something where you can like yep. change the proportions yep. of your face. And I'm like, what yep. is
2: this? It's horrendous. And horrible also, witchery. I know we're talking about Why? reels but doing this. This is kind of what I alluded to in the last episode too. You know, there's research coming out of how detrimental TikTok is in terms of, like, creating eating disorders in young women. Like, it's terrible. Oh, yeah. I I saw about that. Yeah, so it's, like, just it's horrendous. And the fact that they're putting these filters in the Native program is just disgusting. It's, like, so unethical and just makes me sick.
0: But anyway, if you just use it
2: in a normal way,
0: (laughs) then it's cool. (laughs) Yeah, that's a whole, again, a whole other episode we could go into about the ethics of of it. Maybe we should. Maybe we should do it. an episode about the ethics of yeah. marketing and the ethics yeah, well, of social media. Yeah, we can um, and maybe
2: in our good, and bad, and ugly of stuff. influencer marketing, we can touch on that
0: perhaps. Yeah, I think we're
2: going to be touching it. Yeah, it's yeah. an upcoming episode. Yeah, okay, I've yeah. turned my phone off now. I'm in the conversation. I'm yep. ready to talk. What are we saying? <laughs>
1: Do
0: you struggle with figuring out what price to put on your products? I think we've all been there and it can be really confusing and frustrating trying to work out exactly where to price our products and put them in the marketplace. So we wanted to make it a little bit easier for you by putting together a free checklist. In this checklist, we take you through all of the things you need to consider and include in your pricing and also a few of the things you might want to consider when it comes to adjusting your pricing once the math stuff has been sorted out. So you can get a hold of that free download over at thebusinessofmaking.com forward slash get freebies. Deb's saying that people are spending too much, too much time, time. I think I need to clarify for the return you get on yes. the investment. Are you spending too much time on these like fad things that have come along or yes. the new things that are coming along rather than sticking to the, I can understand and true.
2: with what you were saying, Jess, like not with the editing stuff, but you know, doing a photo shoot and getting images and all that kind of thing, putting time in and then you're like making heaps of sales. Great. That's a good return mm-hmm. on investment for your time mm. there. But I think I've seen a lot of people who are spending. So much time trying to pick the right angle, pick the right filter, pick the right this, that, and the other, trying to work out. And I think too this maybe happens when people don't have a plan going in and I used, used to do this a lot and probably still would do it if I was running my business currently. But I would sort of remember, oh, shit, I have to post today. Today's a post day. So I open the yes. app and I'm like, what am I going to do? And it's like not planned out at all so it takes me a long time to then mm. figure out what I'm actually posting and then creating in the graphic and then picking up the caption and blah, blah, blah. Like if you're doing it on the fly like that, especially for me, I don't know, other people might be different, but it's really tricky for me and it takes a long time. Whereas if I batch and do all the graphics Mm -hmm. and do all the captions and all of that one afternoon, I can do weeks worth of social media content in one afternoon and it's all kind of done. So I think it's a little bit about figuring out if you are spending more time than you need to, even if it's like the same result, as in, you know, you want to do four posts on something. And if you go in each time individually and start doing it, it's taking you two hours per post. And it's like, that's like eight hours in total. That's too much. Whereas if you then batched and planned ahead and did those four posts, and it took you two hours to do four posts, then you're saving time. So it's not like always Mm -hmm. about you know you need to post less or post more or whatever it's just about are you being efficient with the time that you are using does that make sense
0: yeah absolutely and also having like you said mm. having a plan some sort of content plan some sort of content system like anything mm. have a system for it like on my I don't know if, you know if anybody has ever noticed this uh, or whether I'm just doing it and people don't notice sure, But on my create and thrive <laughs> Go to my Create and Thrive Instagram and see, those of you listening, see if you notice anything. Pause this. I'm going right now. No. I'm okay. still in real. Oh, no, right get now. out. If you notice something about my feed, especially for the last Well, now this is so, a quiz and we need to quiz people. Yeah.
1: <laughs> is it that you haven't posted anything?
0: No, you have a no, – you have a you. what? I like – I don't know. A, I'm not on your feed yet. A pattern. You have a pattern. Okay. I do. Yeah. I have a pattern. I love a pattern. Yeah, so my pattern – Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. My pattern is – White background, non-white background, white background, non-white
2: But I background. also love that you sometimes, well, yeah, I guess you kind of do stick with it all the time. But, like, sometimes it's text and sometimes it's not. So it's not like you're yes. restricting yourself so much that you're like, oh, it has to be a text one this time. Like it doesn't, it could be an image mm-hmm.
1: as well.
0: No, it could be an image, but it mm-hmm. still has a white background. So it kind That's of gives it a bit of, a, like- bit of a balance.
1: Sort of save times, but as you still have to create those posts and posts. Yeah, it's the plan.
0: I think you do, but it's having a plan. Like it's having. A, okay, yeah. I know that I need to create. It's about reducing the decision processes. Yeah. Okay, yeah,
1: yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah,
0: right. So I'm like, okay, if I need to find the next four posts, two of them need to have a white backgrounds, two of them don't. Okay, so I'm like, if I'm, I could just make two of my text posts. And I have performers for the background of those, so I have like four different options and I just go in and make them and I just grab a quote from like my blog or from my latest video or something and then I'm like, okay, well, if I'm finding other people's stuff to promote, then they've got to have a white background because I need them for that white background spot. So it it just reduces that decision fatigue, that choice paralysis because I know exactly what I'm looking for. And I know exactly the type of content but I I'm think going that, to do. To me, in. that's
1: a given. Like, it's just something. But it's not for so yeah. many people. Yeah, I know. But that's not even like, that's not going to help in the big picture of all the things that you're meant to do on social media right now. That's just a given. Like, if you don't do that, man, you're not going to survive this social media world. Like, <laughs> you need to have that. Absolutely. Like, I don't, if you look at my feed, it's a hot mess compared to Jess's because I don't care how it looks. But there is a very clear pattern that you will probably. Take a lot longer to see, but if like a video quote promo from the HQ, like you know, there's a thing, there's a thing for yes. each day, etc. But I don't really care about so much about how it looks because I can't bother, mm. and I noticed it made zero. Difference. I love
2: that so much. Very cra- trained graphic designer. I'm like, what? How can you not care? Like, come on. Well, no, I mean,
1: look, we have guidelines in the business for the colors, the font. We have templates for no, each for each video. Like, they all look template templative, you know. But mm. I'm not obsessing over the fact that this video had kind of a shitty light when I took it because it was just on my phone and it's kind of dark and it's next to a blue thing and is that going to match with the green square above. Like I got drunk here and it's made zero difference in how my Instagram has grown. Like it's just been a bit of a relief. But there's a plan behind the content for sure. I guess my thing at the moment is more like, so we have to do that. And then there's stories and then there's reels and then, you know, each platform does that. So then if you're also on Facebook, there's new features. And are you going to do stories on Facebook? Are you going to have a group? If you're on Pinterest, are you going to have communities? Are you going to be in the comments? So it's just, you know, like those platforms keep adding things and then we keep yeah. taking it on. And we can't because you, you don't expend the amount of time that you have to work on your business. So I guess my question is like, if it takes you four hours to make a reel, where are those four hours going to be dropped elsewhere? You know like mm, is this reels yeah. like, is this one reel going to give you enough reach that it's worth only posting twice a week on your feed now versus five times before, or even mm-hmm. once a week, and instead you're focusing on stories and reels. It's kind of like bringing back that balance, and instead of just constantly piling up more, just asking yourself if I'm adding something, I'm doing it as an experiment to see if it's worth it, and if it is worth it, what do I drop? to balance the time effort, like the time that I'm investing in this thing because if not, you just go crazy and then all you do is social media and it's not fun. <laughs> it's not fun.
0: Unless you yeah, find it fun. Unless, and then it is unless fun. you find it fun, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, if you're just doing it because you really love it and you really enjoy it, then that's better. I still don't think it's ideal mm. because, you know, you only have so many hours to work on your business. So you really need to be careful and really think about, like you said, you know, is it worthwhile? Like are you actually getting that return on investment? Look at the, it always comes back for me to ROI. Are you getting the return? And I've wasted so much time in my business over the years doing stuff just because it's what you do. Yeah. What it's what other people are doing. It's what someone, some market guru has said you should be doing, rather than actually looking at the data and going, okay, where's my traffic actually coming from? Where are my customers actually coming from? I could be spending 10 hours a week on Instagram and get zero return on investment. None, nobody actually clicks through and buys on my shop. But then I could spend two hours taking better product photos and, or working on my SEO or uploading stuff to Pinterest and actually getting sales. So it all comes back to the same thing. Where are my customers? Yeah. How are they finding me? How? Are they being convinced to buy my product? At what point in the customer journey are they deciding to buy something from me? And is what I'm putting out there on these platforms actually helping, or am I just doing it because I feel like I should be doing something? And this is the easiest and something. I'm following too many to marketing
2: influencers that are telling me that I have to uh, <laughs> yeah, that yeah. I I have to be doing Instagram to succeed, and this is how they got six figures in their business when blah 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 yeah. blah,
0: yes. blah blah. Yes.
1: And the, and you can feel the fomo and the anxiety building up even when you mm-hmm. joke about it, make like it feels shit. You're like, oh, my God, have they? I need to know how. They have a six-step process with a master class to show oh, me how they've done it. 100%. Let me find out. And then suddenly you're doing too much on too many things or so you're doing nothing well at all mm-hmm. and it's a disaster. And then for your mental health, it's not good as well mm-hmm. to do.
0: Yeah. Things. Can I just put a blanket statement out there that don't listen to anybody who is selling a digital product or or an information product that's not going to help you like they do things completely differently Mm. because their products don't take time or money to produce okay so if you're going to listen to somebody help to help you work out how to market your product-based handmade business listen to people who understand how product-based handmade businesses actually work and stop listening to anybody who is trying to sell you Anything that has to do with how to make money through yeah, selling digital products. Yeah. Unless you are selling digital products, yeah. in which case find someone who sells actual digital products and learn mm. from them. Also, if someone main business, signature
1: program, signature coaching thing, signature course, whatever, is Instagram, they don't sell anything else, and the advice they're going to give you is always going to be that Instagram is the best platform and that you should be on Instagram and that Instagram is the way to Like they're not going to be promoting, they're not going to talk to you about the other options that you have. So it's important that you make sure that the information you get isn't biased by like some sort of I'm selling you that because I want to sell you this course or this thing. And a good way to do that as well is like usually on sales page or marketing emails and stuff, you'll often have this like, this thing is for you if, and it is not for you if, blah, blah, blah. And often this is copyrighted in a way that will make you feel like it's always good for you, whatever every yeah. situation. This is a psychological treat that marketers use. The best people out there will actually have genuine. This is not for you. If like there should be some. If mm-hmm. st- it's it's good if you're being turned off by that. Like it should be like if you're selling. Yeah, you can also, I give an example?
2: Oh. Yeah. like mm-hmm. you know when you come across those and they're like this is not for you if you don't want to grow your business this is yeah. not for you and it's like oh fuck <laughs> oh off God. and as a flip side to that on my page that has the <laughs> if you do and if you don't which i it's not active at the moment but i had something like this is not for you if you're already making over this amount or if you're already yeah. like you're five years into your business like actual real things is what you need to look for if yeah. you're looking at any of those mm-hmm. sort of
1: programs. yeah or like you know if if it's like an instagram program or whatever something like that it should say like, this is not for you if you have less than its amount of time that you can spend on social media mm. a week, because that's how much it's got time it's yes. going to take. Yeah. This is not for you if you're already focusing really hard on two other platforms and you know, you don't want
2: But also for it. I'd just be wary of any program or training or course or whatever that is starting with the platform and not with the marketing mm. principles. It's like, I feel like it should mm. be completely flipped. Like here is marketing 101. And these are all the principles of that. And now choose your platform because you can apply mm-hmm. these principles to any platform. And then once you get to that platform, it's like, here are the technical aspects of how to do that. Whereas all of these seem to be completely flipped. It's like, use Instagram and. Yeah, build your magical funnel yeah. on,
1: Pinterest or on Instagram. And or it's like, and then
2: can you, are they actually teaching you stuff that you can then translate to other platforms? Or no, it's just literally like, like Michaela just did open the reels and oh there's things that you can click in the reels like is it technical or is it theoretical is it conceptual like what is it that they're actually teaching you it's all extremely vague because they don't Mm. want to show you they want you to buy the program blah 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 blah.
1: yeah and I think that I think this is why we here always give different advice based on what episode we're in because we try and consider like context and what people what situation might be in and I'm sure like Jesse would be teaching this exactly like Mick just said I'm the same like if you go through work with us it's always like this is marketing this is like the different platforms that are available this is the kind of bubble you need to how are we going to build a marketing plan for you that's going to work for you and then pick what works for you and then we have courses for that and some people are going to go instagram some people are going to pinterest some people love facebook some people you know it doesn't really matter it's it's more deciding what's right for you which i think we're going to do an episode just on that soon so mm. i should probably just stop talking about that
0: point. <laughs>
2: Hey there, Maker. Are you loving the Business of Making podcasts? We're loving bringing it to you, but we really need your support to continue producing the show. You can support us on Patreon for as little as a dollar a month. Depending on your level of support, you can get perks like behind the scenes and extra special content, including video, a link to your shop on our website, and even a shout out on the podcast. Every month, we also release a special secret podcast episode available only to our platinum patrons just head over to thebusinessofmaking.com forward slash support. But I think it's so true. Like just always says, it always comes back to where your customers are. And, and yeah. Deb, you do sort of an audit as well. Like we need to actually figure out where the problem is. Like we can't solve your problem with, for example, Instagram marketing. If your problem is not anything to do with marketing, maybe it's your product is shit, or you know, like something else. Mm. So yeah, it's anyway. I think we're
0: getting a little bit off track here.
1: Yeah. Yes. But anyway, all this to say, <laughs> or if we spend too much time on social media.
0: Well, what I'm doing this week, I'm actually tracking my time. I love this week. that. Like I'm literally that every app. minute of my yeah. time, I'm doing an experiment over a week, and I'm tracking my time. So I have an app. I downloaded an app. It's called Simple Time Tracker. This is on Android. I don't know if it's on iOS. I will
2: let you know in five seconds.
0: And when you open it, it's very simple. You just create all of the things that you do. Like I've got like socializing, reading fiction, forums and news, personal care, admin, exercise, cooking, eating, like all of the things you spend your time on. And then, of course, I've got my business stuff. So like email, jewelry, video and podcast work, etc. You can categorize things however you want, obviously, because you create your own categories. If you're really curious about social media, definitely have separate categories for different buttons because they're basically buttons for each of the social media. Like I have a Twitter one and a Facebook one and then I have another one which is social media for work because I actually only use Instagram and Pinterest for work. I don't spend time on them personally. And then I am literally just clicking the button every time I start a new activity. I tap the activity I'm doing and at the end of the week, they give you like a, a circular graph of your time. They break down each of the categories, how much time you spend per day, per week in that category. So you can actually get real proper data about how much time you are spending on these platforms. And if you really have no idea or you kind of have a vague idea, doing something like this for a few days or a week, I think a week's a good amount of time, as long as it's an average week, whatever that is, you know, like it's always going to be a bit different on different weeks well, depending no on your what's going days. on. <laughs> Yeah. Like, I mean, I'm in lockdown right now. I can't go swimming. So my exercise numbers are lower than normal because I can't go do one of my preferred forms of exercise. So things are always going to be a little bit, not quite perfect, but it's better than nothing. And you're going to get a clear idea about how much time you're doing. And it, it seems onerous, but it's actually really easy. Like who doesn't have their phone with them all the time, especially when you're in lockdown and you're in your house yeah, constantly. And I don't
1: feel like <laughs> I don't care that it's a pain in the ass to do this because it's so mm. important, the insight that you gain from doing that. Like It's going to sound a little bit mean, but I get annoyed at people who say I don't have time, but then they don't look at the time they have. Because I know we don't have time. I know Mm -hmm. some people only literally have only five hours to work on their business every week, which is not much. But there's probably another hour that can be stretched without them overworking, going to bed late or whatever, just on stuff that's that they do during the week that's not really, maybe we don't need to be doing that or that can be done differently. So I think it's so important to do this probably every year or two because when you do this kind of time tracking experiment you find stuff and you're like oh my god that's how much time i spend on xyz and you're shocked and you're disgusted by yourself (laughs) and then you're (laughs) like i'm not doing that i'm going to install this app and i'm not going to be on it but then you fall back into it a year later so you kind of have to like do it from time to time but it's so important because like if you don't have a lot of time to start with and you're not really using it purposefully And Mm. it's just terrible. Pile onto that everything you need to do for social
0: media and it's
1: (laughs) a disaster. Yeah, I think it's great for you doing that.
0: It's really interesting seeing like I'm into day five now of doing this for a week. And there are some things that were obvious. I'm like, yeah, I knew that was going to be the thing that was like top of my list just because I know I spend a lot of time doing it. But there were some other things that I didn't really realize I would spend so much time doing, like my personal care admin option, which is basically like, Having a shower, getting dressed, brushing my teeth. But also like any like dealing with a personal bill or like some sort of personal thing. It's actually quite a lot of like one hour was like fifty minutes. Another day it was like an hour and thirty minutes because I had to go to the Queensland Transport and get my new license and I'm like, Well, that's personal admin. It's actually way more time of my day than I thought it was gonna be. And like eating, yeah. you know, forty minutes of eating. You're not <laughs> so eating would not still nearly be long enough. enough no cooking would be huge for me too oh my cooking is not very much because it's like making my lunch and then nick usually cooks but i'm going to be cooking a roast on sunday so that'll be a big day (laughs) but it's really interesting like i think i had one day where i spent like an hour on twitter and i don't even post really much there i was just like scrolling through reading news articles from there and reading people's and i'm like holy hell like what what the heck you know so you realize how much time you spend and and that could if like if your focus is social media break it down to like producing content consuming content yeah Yeah, i think we didn't really
2: touch on that i mean we did a little bit in the difference between consuming and producing and like implementing i guess but when we say are you spending too much time on social media we don't just mean while you're in the app necessarily like it's all the time that it takes to like yeah produce and create all the content as well like you count that as social media
0: yeah and are you spending time on these platforms tricking yourself or pretending Mm -hmm. that you're working Are you thinking, oh, yeah, I, I'm marketing my business right now because I'm, like, scrolling through Instagram? Mm, yeah, that doesn't count. <laughs> <laughs> or are you just scrolling through Instagram with no plan? Like, if you go in there, I'm like, right, I've got 15 minutes, I'm going to go comment on 10 posts, go. Yeah. You know, like good. that is yeah. strategic. Mm. It's not just like, la, 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 oh, that's pretty, like, la, 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 la. Like no, we're all that's...
1: like, you need a timer and it's literally like five yeah. minutes, on this, five minutes on this, five minutes on that, 20 minutes out because yeah and the thing is they are designed to keep you in like it is so easy to think you're doing that but then you scroll just a little extra inch and then the next thing you know you scroll like the two kilometers <laughs> and it's so you have to be very aware of that and if that means you need to have a timer with a super loud alarm to tell you you've been on this for 20 minutes already out then mm-hmm. do that because it's true like they will trick you to stay in that's what they that's what they do for a job yeah they're literally designed to yeah. keep you on the
0: platform and there's plenty of ways around getting sucked in as well uh, like there's apps that can block stuff i think we've talked about this before like on my desktop i have a news feed blocker on mm-hmm. facebook because i when i'm on at work i'm only using it for work so all i do is go in and like either post on my mm-hmm. business page or go into my Thrive circle community group and post there or respond to comments there so by having the news blocker i can't get sucked mm-hmm. in yeah to like oh what's that oh i'll just scroll a bit like i literally can't see the the news feed on my computer on my phone the app on my phone i can see the feed because the only time i get on the app on my phone is for personal use when i just actually do want to look at what's on what's happening on facebook so use those that sort of technology as well and like i've got another blocker on my desktop that stops me from going to certain sites for more than five minutes during working hours yeah Like Twitter, for example, I'm not allowed to be on there because I don't really use it for work. And if I do, I can post something there in five minutes. So I have like all these sites blocked so that I can't get just accidentally sucked in. And like, you know, I could open another browser. I could pick up my phone and look at it, but it's about stopping you from getting sucked mm, in. It's yeah. just that little hurdle. It's actually just briefly. a
2: reminder because we're not doing yeah. it on purpose a lot of the time, and if you are, then like, exactly. then that's fine. You've made the choice that, yes, you're going to spend time on this app or whatever, mm. but usually it's just so habitual that we pick it up to check whatever and having that visual reminder there or just that little hurdle, you'll be like, oh, yeah, I'm not doing that. I'll put it down again. <laughs> and it's, yeah. yeah, just <laughs> yeah. need that yeah. sort of reminder sometimes. Yeah. I was yeah. going to say, I think judging by all the stuff that we've talked about in this episode, I would say, I don't, we'd love to hear what your main takeaways are, everyone listening. But I think my main takeaways that we've sort of talked about, um, would be that you need to, when dealing with social media for your business, we need to be strategic. We need to plan it out. And it's a really good idea to track your time, um, and figure out if mm-hmm. you do need to use those, like, helpers let's say to prevent procrastination and all that kind of stuff
0: i'd like to add one more to that and that is look at the mm. results on that's a regular good. basis like actually look at the results go into the analytics, uh, is it analytics? Oh, thank you that's the word the analytics of your website or your etsy store or wherever you're selling see where the traffic's coming from on a monthly basis at least and go okay i've i've been putting you know 10 hours more into instagram this month have i gotten more traffic and have I gotten any more sales from that? Is it actually doing anything to get me more money? Yeah. Yeah. Or is it just making me feel like I'm doing something yeah. to get me more money? And I think- Use the data. I'll sort of link to that as well. Make sure that
1: the content you're creating is there to make sales. And it doesn't mean you should be like, because you can't just be selling constantly on social media. It's social media it doesn't really work like that. But I spent a Way too much time in the last week on reels because I was doing reels research for makers essentially. So I looked at so many meals uh, meals. No, I'm hungry. Uh, reels. I'm <laughs> hungry. <laughs> it's eleven a.m. That's it. My stomach's going. In an hour, it's lunchtime. yeah, I looked at so many reels from makers, and some are so great, and it's really beautiful to see all the creativity that goes into it. But for the majority, it's just really entertaining as a user. So I try to like detach myself and imagine I'm just a normal like person. I'm not like in the handmade niche. I'm just kind of scrolling on Instagram and I'm seeing all this beautiful stuff. It just is nice. It's just lovely and relaxing to watch someone do watercolor, to see like candles being poured into, you know, the container. To Like it's satisfying to watch, but none of it was calling me to action to actually go and click on your profile and follow you or to engage with your comments in or your caption or to actually visit your link and shop. So I'm not saying all your posts should be really like shop my thing, because that's actually probably the opposite of what I usually say, like social. But the one that were catching my attention had a little bit of a call to action. They had a little bit of a, of a text at the end that would say, if you want to learn more, visit my profile, or you know, like just stuff that makes people remember to actually take action and interact. Because I think we do get trapped into reaching views a lot with videos. And likes and stuff like that. And you know, you can't take those to the bank really. So you have to make sure that it all is part of your strategy and ecosystem on social media that it will eventually lead to sale. You can't just create content just to become famous because that's ego.
0: <laughs> yeah. Oh, I mean, you can, but you if can. that's your goal. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. if your goal is to make sales and make money, then you have to be more yeah. strategic.
1: Because, you know, it. a reel was like 10,000 views that didn't create a single sale for you. Yeah, I'm just going to leave it at that. You know, it's like, what does it do for you? Yeah. (laughs) Did it get you more followers? If so, great. Then are you turning those followers into sales? You know, like what's the Mm -hmm. next step is always going to be a question when you create content on social media so that eventually you get sales.
0: Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Do we have anything else we want to say, ladies, on this topic? No, we're good. No? Be strategic. Okay, cool. Thank you all so much for listening. I hope you enjoyed this episode of the show. If you enjoyed it, please do tell us somehow. Like you could take a screenshot and share it. (laughs) Speaking of social media, this is not going to get you any sales in your business, but it might help us, which would be nice, as you could share it on your Instagram stories very easily and tag us at The Business of Making on Instagram or leave us a review, a rating or review, especially on Apple Podcasts. Five stars, obviously, is preferred. If you really hate it, just don't say anything. (laughs) I mean, you could tell us (laughs) if you really want to. But thank you so much, everybody listening to the show. We'll be back again soon with another episode. I believe our next one is about the good, the bad, and the ugly of influencer marketing. We're on a bit of a marketing kick this month. So if you want to check that out, make sure to subscribe to the show so you don't miss our future episodes. Thanks again. See you you. later. Bye.